This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Dilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Tuesday. We're going to get into the NFL here. Some schedule nuggets that, you know, we kind of talked big picture takeaways last week and, and how it affected win totals. We got some more interesting uh, points to bring up here when it comes to the schedule and how, how it might affect win totals. For the upcoming season, a nickel or dime in 20 minutes. We'll see if that actually happens. And then lightning bets later this hour. Don't forget the pro basketball playoffs are here. And Prop Swap is where real sports bettors find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash. Prop Swap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams now and then sell your bet whenever you want. The best part, it's all from your phone and you never even need to touch the ticket. We all make sports bets to make money, and many prop swappers make thousands of dollars in just one month just from buying and selling bets. It allows you to win over and over without your team ever Lifting the trophy prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, so there's a lot of really interesting things that are kind of coming out as people dive more and more into the schedule. Joe, one of the things, and we talk about this all the time, easy schedules, hard schedules. Who has them? Who's got the advantage? So last year, of the 10 teams that actually had the hardest schedules, only three went over their projected win total. So seven went under. Uh, or maybe hit it on the nail, but probably seven went under. Three went over hardest schedules. It's the opposite. The easiest schedules last year, only three went under, which means at least seven hit it or went over. I mean, it really is kind of simplifying what we talk about all the time. Like, hey, it matters, right, with the win total. So let, let's look at those. Uh, yeah, so Warren Sharp sent the, that interesting note out. Yep. and I don't know that history is going to repeat itself, three and three, but that that's interesting. 70% of the easy ones went under. And uh, and you could flip it for the harder schedules. So the easy schedules, and I have noticed that this has adjusted, and that would that would be because of the adjustments that we're seeing in win totals. Certain teams, there's there are some movements there. Right. But the easiest schedule in the NFL, uh, the NFC East is at the top. The NFC North is at the top for obvious reasons. So very similar schedules outside of two games. Number one easiest schedule in the NFL, Giants. Number seven and a half. Number two, Eagles. Numbers eight and a half. Incredibly juiced. Number three. Now we go to the AFC. We've got the Colts at nine and a half. Bears and Lions are four or five. Commanders six. Bucks seven. Browns eight. Saints nine. Cowboys ten. So we have two teams in the AFC out of the top ten easiest schedules. Two teams in the AFC kind of tells you about the landscape that we all know about the differences between those two conferences. Okay, if we're going to pick three teams in the top 10 easiest schedules to go under, under, can we come up with three as a show that we'd like? Okay, so I so off the bat, mm-hmm. 
I, my three favorites to go over, I'm going to throw them out, to rule them out for me. Okay. okay. So I think the Colts are going to be a 10-win team. So I, yes. I would rule them out of this. I think the Lions are going to be better than a six-win team. So I would go mm-hmm. rule them out. And I also think the Eagles will be a nine-win team at least. Um, I'm higher on yeah. them, but I think Slide they're going to go Philadelphia. Over. Yeah, I, I had to do it. Yep. <laughs> so I would, I would rule those three teams out. Any, do you disagree on any? Do you, do you think I, any are going under? Three for three. I agree with okay. all of those. So yes, that leaves us seven. So who are we choosing from here? I actually, I know it's telling us this should happen. I this, I don't know. I, I don't know who I'd pick. Bears. I mean, you've been on this for weeks. Bears are going under. Well, the lines already moved, but I would I would still go Bears under six and a half. If somebody asked me the other day, okay, how many wins after schedule came out? I landed on six, but they could be worse. I don't see them being better. Seven will be tough for them. It is a tough exercise because we're looking at the easiest schedules to go under. Um, Aaron, Commanders is seven and a half. Are they going under? I mean, I always want to say yes. <laughs> Fading once is not a bad idea. He will be terrible, but are they really going to be that much better than last year? Yeah. No. Maybe not. How about... It's tough. How about Tampa Bay? I know the division is bad, and that's why they're here. They have six games against Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans. But New Orleans has beat them four in a row in the regular season. Like, Dennis Allen somehow has had their number. Okay, so that throw that in. Here's their schedule outside of the division. They have... At Dallas, they host Green Bay. They host Kansas City. They go to Pittsburgh. They have Baltimore. Oh, stop with going to Trubisky. And you're the one on you're the one on Tomlin never has a losing record. I'm just saying that's not an easy road trip. Okay, they have Baltimore. They have the Rams. They go to Cleveland late in the season. So we'd imagine no matter what, Deshaun Watson is playing. They go to San Francisco. They have Cincinnati. Why do they, they have get, the seventh easiest? I don't know because everyone just thinks the Falcons are going to win no games. Are they going to win yeah. twelve games? Twelve and five—that's how you lose. It wouldn't surprise me, like a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl, if you have a, a month where they lose three or four. Right. I feel like the Bucks are going to go eleven and six. I would go with the under on eleven and a half. What about the Saints? What are the Saints going to be? I no, that's just a wild card to me. I think they're the wild card NFC. Like, not a wild card, but like, like the most – there's a, both ways you could see it going. Like, I could see the Saints having a tough year without Sean Payton, Jameis off the injury. It wouldn't shock me if they just kind of go backwards. But they did add, what, two first-round players, including Chris Olave. They signed Jarvis Landry a few days ago. They signed Tyron Matthew. They're trying to win. They're not trying to tank. They didn't draft a quarterback. I, I don't know, though. That schedule is pretty rough. It's tough to come. Um, here, here's a team we haven't even talked about. The easiest schedule. Giants. What, what are the Giants going to do? Seven and a half is the number. Same Two. as the Commanders. Two trash teams that nobody knows what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Of the two of them, who has the better chance to get to eight wins and and be relevant in the if the NFC only needs ten? Like who's who's still alive? I in think the, the Commanders. I do too. I think the Giants. Dable? Yeah, I'm trusting Dayball. Yeah. 
Is Daniel Jones going to be healthy? Be good? Decent? I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're just... What's well, Tyrod so, Taylor behind him? It's not... If he if he does go down, they probably could be competitive with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah. So Bears, Commanders, and then... I, I'm willing to buy into your idea on the Bucks. actually. Bears, Commanders, Bucks under. Okay. Do we want to look at the Browns, considering the Watson, or is it just too weird? Yeah. What's if that total ten and at? A half, if it's 10. If it was 10 and a half, I would consider them. But at 10, even without Watson, let's say he's gone for half the games, I still think they can go 9 and 8. I agree. Yeah. 9 and 8 feels like it. All right, you want to go to the opposite, opposite side? You want to go to the 10 hardest? Um, Pick out our three overs? But yeah, I mean, nine and eight's a winner, but I'm saying better than nine and eight. It's hard. Was what I meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we've got, we're starting with Kansas City as the worst, the toughest. Mm-hmm. The Rams, second toughest. Then you're in the AFC West. Your schedule's going to be tough. Then we got the Raiders, Steelers, Texans. Oh boy, lovey. Jets, Bengals, Patriots, Cardinals, Falcons. So of the eight toughest schedules, only the Rams are from the NFC. Man, this is harder than the first group. Like, as you read all of them, to go over none, these. Yeah, none of these jumped out to me like, oh, yeah, they're going over. Like, I had three I picked out the other way that I felt good about it. Mm-hmm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What about Falcons over four and a half? We're not asking for much here. We're asking for a five and 12 season. They did overachieve in wins last year based on the underlying numbers, right? There wasn't their point differential last year, like terrible. And yet they won, would they win seven? Yeah. Something like yeah. that, seven or eight games. Uh, that, that tell us? Well, it could tell us maybe in close games, Arthur Smith is doing something right. Like how are mm-hmm. they winning the games that they actually have a chance to win? So maybe there's something to that. What, it's Mariota, maybe Desmond Ritter at some point. So what are we banking on if it's the Falcons? Are we asking for they got to take care of business against the Panthers? Yeah, and you're taking care of business against the Panthers a couple times. Exactly. Maybe you split with the Saints, and That's then three. you're just about – then you're probably there. If you can do that in the division. You get three division wins, you're good. Okay. You're going to get five. All right, so five wins for the Atlanta Falcons. It's just so low, so low. All right. Also to go over, he, okay, this is a public one. Simon's against it. What do we think about Jets over five and a half? 
Yeah, so I know he's talking about a lot of buzz, and it's where he is in, in Jersey. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Jets fans but buzzy about the team and the moves. The market's not overreacting too much, though. Like, it's not like they're no. at six and a half or seven and a half based on mm-hmm. offseason moves. Is is six I, and eleven and with a second year quarterback and a yeah? I mean, Zach Wilson's got to be better than what he was. Has to. Well, otherwise, he's just bad. Yeah. So, okay, those low overs, I don't mind that. The Jets and the Falcons, and let's see. Do we go to? Do we look at Tomlin? Uh, do we want to go over seven and a half, Tomlin? You don't even need a winning season out of him to hit that number. I don't want to do. Hmm, do we want to do Raiders? Can they get to nine? In that division, I don't know. That's a. I mean, it's it's brutal. I'm staying away from the Chiefs. Staying away from the Rams. Uh, boy, Bengals nine and a half. Even though I don't think they're going to repeat what they did, and that feel light. As long as you have a healthy Burrow, you should go ten and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Where also are they feel- in terms of strength of schedule? But twenty six, like one it's of the hardest. For- yeah, they're in that division, mm-hmm. so it's going to be tough. But yeah, nine and a half, it seems like they can go over that. I mean, that's, yeah, don't you think? That's I just slightly don't. better than a mediocre team. <laughs> I think they're not going to win the division, but it's not like they're going to be below 500. That, unless the quarterback goes down. What about New England? I don't know about what to bring them up. From them. I feel like we've come too far on, like, that they haven't had a good offseason. They haven't kept up with everyone. Mac Jones is what he is. Like, I feel like they build on what they started last year. I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to win 12 games and win the mm-hmm. AFC East. But I'd be surprised if they're under 500. And we're sitting right around that number, right? What is their number? Eight and a half? Well, what are you expecting them to be, the third best team in the division? Are they better than the Dolphins or not? Probably the question that you have to answer. I think they're better than the Dolphins. Oh, you do? You still do. Okay. Tough week nine one. And the nine and eight? It's tight, though. So I would go Falcons, Jets, and if forced to make a third play, I'd go on the Raiders. They they typically have strong starts, and the impact of Devontae will help, will help them win some of those coin flips. I'm looking quickly at the Patriots schedule. Late is where they're this. If this is going to go over, it's going to go over late. They have a pretty tough early schedule. Their first four games at Miami, at Pittsburgh, home for Baltimore, at Green Bay. It's pretty tough to out of the gate. But then yeah. they get Detroit. They go to. They have a four game stretch in October. Home against Detroit, at Cleveland, home against the Bears, at the Jets. Like they'll bounce back just fine. Be good. They get the NFC North. The Patriots get the NFC North this year, so they get that's an advantage. Yeah, they're trash. Terrible. They also get to face the Cardinals late in the season, and we know what happens to Cliff Kingsbury late in the season. Just this morning, I'm you know you glance over on Twitter in the show, and I see so much positive line stuff. I feel like it's already getting out of hand. 
<laughs> this is your least Nina, favorite thing. Nina Kimes is tweeting about it now, and just it's everywhere, <sighs> everywhere about this Lions buzz. You think the number's going to move because of the buzz? I don't know. I just think they're going to be the chalky team, and everybody's going to have NFC North futures on the Lions. How's that going to I work? feel like the public, you know, psychologically, you tend to want to see the the underdog do well, the team that was, you know, just they had so many games that could have gone the other way. They were winless for so long. It's just a great story. So people's emotions probably get involved too. They just want to see them succeed. And a really good draft. I mean, hard to go wrong when you've got two top 12 picks, but. Yeah, well, the other thing is, I think we we did this when it came to quarterbacks. Remember, it was like for a while, second-year quarterbacks are winning MVPs. Now, now, I think the Bengals thing is – even Simon said it to us. Like, who could not be yet. this year's Bengals? The Jaguars. Not that the Lions are the same, right? Goff's not young. But, like, I think it's, like, natural to say, like, who's the bad team who's now going to be good? It's just, like, we want to find it. Mm-hmm. Plus, Dan Campbell's fun. I mean, that's it. And the NFC's more open. Yes. True. And that division has the Bears, so I don't know what they're doing. They're losing. Yeah, and the Vikings who are just – I don't want to bet on Kirk Cousins. And they're going through their changes, and everybody hates Rodgers. It's easy to see why everyone's on the, the Lions. Lions. It is, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. We're on the Lions. We're all nerds on the Lions. All right, we'll come back. Nickel or dime or something like that next on the Beck All Network.